Oh, guys, fun, fun story. So I was using that voice cancellation thing last week. Not only did it completely fuck my audio uh, in parts, but another fun thing it did. It, it like it made it like scratchy in parts. It was okay. it was really distressing. Uh, but another thing it did cancel out the clap. <laughs> it sounds like nightmare fuel. <laughs> you should talk about you should talk about that after we clap for this. Like you should yeah. put that in the episode because I think All that's right. really interesting. All right, we count three, two, one. <laughs> All right, are we ready, folks? Three, two, one, clap. Yep. Three, two, one, clap. Perfect. Probably. Uh, yeah, last week that voice, that noise cancellation canceled out. <laughs> it did clap. its job. It did its job and it didn't even occur to me. It didn't even occur to that. <laughs> I was looking for my clap for like five minutes. I'm like, where the fuck is it? Where the fuck is it? <laughs> and then I realized I'm counting down. And if it was one of you guys, if it was one of you guys, that would have been it. <laughs> like, because you guys aren't counting down. It would have been, there would be no save in the episode. Um, Shit. Content Cube 22. I'm Brian Woods. I'm Jake Mosier. I'm Zach Holenstein. And uh, we have done some things this week. I personally have stuff to talk about this week, which is a big change. Uh, 2020 big changes. Um, but we also all watch. Well, I watched Mad Max. Uh, I needed to. I, I never really. Ch- Zach, you watch it? Jake, you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, we all watch Mad Max. I have been <laughs> talking shit on Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> Um, not talking shit, but I guess when you say a movie is fine, when people think it's more than fine or whatever, people get That's really mad. Shit. People get really <laughs> mad when you say Mad Max is uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> but you, well, let's talk about our weeks uh, first. We'll get to Mad Max in a bit. Zach, I feel like I always go first, so you talk about your week. Well, here I was, um, you know, just a third of the Content Cube podcast, thinking that we have a pretty good mutual understanding. Uh of like what we were going to watch at the end of last week. I'm really sorry about that. I uh, mm. kind of fell apart. Yeah. Mm. I really should be thanking you though, Brian, because I did end up watching the rock, which is what we discussed. And I rented it and, and I told them I rented it and they're like, Oh, let's not watch it then. We didn't know it was streaming. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But I, it was a movie that I knew I wanted <laughs> to watch anyway. So it wasn't the end of the world, I guess. Um, and it, it, my brother, it was on my brother's Amazon and he watched it with me and he hasn't asked for or he did ask for the money but then i didn't give it to him that night and i said i was going to give it to him later and he hasn't asked for it yet it kind of uh, sounds like he just time, trusted by you the time, by the time he hears this it. episode the statute of limitations <laughs> uh will have already passed and i will not be paying him for the for the the amazon prime 399 rental um i'm going <laughs> to I'm going to use vague language here, but has the statute of limitations also passed on the certain things you purchase from Walmart? Uh, I they were from they were from Amazon. They were also from Jeff Bezos. Um, <laughs> Jeff knows me well. He he tracks what I buy because um, he always puts the recommended stuff there, and I always get it. Um, so yeah, I watched The Rock though. And it was good. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad that uh, I conned Brian and Brian and Jake conned me into watching it. Uh, epic prank, Nanade. Um <laughs> tricked me into watching a Nicolas Cage movie. Good job, you got me. Um, <laughs> but he's good. He is good. He is good. And you know what actually made me realize <laughs> is I was talking, saying this to Sam, is that I realize now that besides Kickass, I really don't think I've seen a Nicolas Cage movie. 
What? I just said it's an actor that I know so well, but then I thought I'm like, what Nicolas Cage movies have I seen? National Treasure? Haven't seen it. Mandy. Didn't see it. We're actually watching that this ha- week though. Hellrider. You're watching Mandy this week? Hell yes. Okay, Hellrider. Nope. Ghost Rider. Raising no. Arizona. Were you not there when we watched it? He was, nope, not, he was not. He was not there when we all watched Raising Brothers. Arizona. Did I miss Cohen Brothers Night? Yeah. Yeah. I you guess did. I wasn't invited to Cohen Brothers Night. That's weird. No, Zach, you absolutely fucking were. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely you guys, were. Yeah, it's probably talk about me in your Cohen Brothers group chat. It's probably called Cohen Brothers and No Zach in this Snapchat group chat. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You nailed it. Uh, fuck. What other color from I, out of space? No, 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 I did not. I don't see know. I'll be honest. I haven't face. seen a ton, but I've seen I, enough. I've seen enough to know that he like you haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't seen Face Off. I haven't seen uh, any other Nicolas Cage movie. I'm not thinking of. Uh, so it was just, so well, Crudes. I saw the Crudes. He's a voice in that, but and that's it. <laughs> that's it's not the same one. without the facial animations. Okay. Right. So right. what do you think of The Rock? I think that movie's great. I think it's I, a, I really enjoyed it. I, I'd give it a. a, a it's uh let's see i know you hate this brian but i don't like doing scales out of 20 so i still do this the half stars out of 10 uh scales out like of 20 i don't like doing scales out of 20 because it feels weird so i just say seven and a half out of 10 instead of saying like um 15 out of 20 oh. that's what that would be i mean no i i okay okay if we're going on the tier list of ratings i think that <laughs> i think that it goes like I think 10-point scale and 5-point scale have their uses. I personally like the 5-point scale. Um, so I go 5-point scale for a lot of stuff. Then it goes 10-point scale, close second. Uh, third is 10 and a halfs, right? And then anything else. If you go 100-point scale, like what's the difference between an 8.73 and an 8.75? Like, Let's hear it. Let's that fucking hear feeling. it. 8.73 and 8.75? Um, that sounds... It's the difference between National Treasure 1 and National Treasure 2. Uh, that sounds like the difference between, more accurately, because I doubt either one of those touched the 8s, but then again, I haven't seen it, so fine, go ahead, but, um... <laughs> you haven't seen it, have you, sir? <laughs> no, um, it's not. So I guess I'm so, going, I'll just take, give it the benefit of the doubt. Uh, 8.75, 8.3, or whatever. Uh, let's go Winter Soldier and Civil War. I think that's a good... Zach, those movies are we for children. We can't do this. Um, they get rated on a, a children's scale. You know the what Winter I was Soldier. doing last night while I was watching, while I was writing my paper, like through through the early morning hours. Uh, yeah. By the way, I didn't sleep last night, guys. I uh, just took a four hour nap <laughs> to make up for it. But uh, yeah, Zach gets watched- us up at like. Zach gets us up at like 11. He's like, yo, gang, I haven't slept in 27 hours. Is it okay if we do this later tonight? I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> No, dude, we're doing it now. Now. <laughs> so it now. what you're what um, were you doing? You're watching. One second. See, can I let what? me turn off my Wi-Fi and see if that makes it sound better? Because right now you guys sound like robots, which makes me think I probably sound like robots to you guys. No, you actually sound fine. Yeah, you you sound, sound great. Fine, but oh, I don't know you if you better. can hear me. Okay, now you, you sound, sound better. Great. It was just a really rough twenty seconds there for the for the old Holenstein yeah. Wi-Fi, uh, and then they, so you they, were yeah. Uh, I was doing my paper and then I watched Thor and Captain America: First Avenger overnight. So that's what I did while I was writing my paper. And I feel like I probably could have gotten the paper done in half the time if I just watched it yeah. with no movies on. That's how I goes. thought that's it was like I'm gonna put an MCU movie on I haven't watched in a while and one that's not really good enough to command my attention. 
Uh, and I just gave it to it anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, we, wh- okay, what would you give? I want to get off topic. The Rock, seven and a half out of ten. Uh, yeah, big fan of it. Um, and then I guess I should be acknowledge what Jake said about Walmart, but was really Amazon. I made a few ill-advised decisions late one night and bought Harry Potter in its entirety, the series. Oh shit! Yeah, I did. Um, I think what it was is I got emotional about how Star Wars made me sad. What about letting me down? I'm like, what series didn't let me down? And I was like, Harry Potter never let me down, but it never really picked me up that high either. But it never really, like, I was never like, damn it. You know, like, I was like, every time after I watched one, I was like, that was good. I <laughs> need I to watched. not feel. <laughs> why, didn't, why didn't you shell out the $400 for the Infinity Saga? You're honestly a huge bitch for not doing that, Zach. I, I, I think about it every day. I'm like, how is Zach Hohenstein... Queen king of fucking up in buying Blu-rays. How is the king of fucking up and buying buying too many Blu-rays not buying his favorite fucking movie series ever in the big box set? And Zach, it's more expensive, which means you know it's better. <laughs> that is that's logical. Um, if they drop that shit to three twenty tomorrow, Zach would buy it immediately. I'd have to take a good. I'd have to do my research on the special features. Oh, no, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Like you, you'd buy it. If it was three twenty, you'd be like, eighty dollars off. I gotta. This chance may never come you don't again. Pass off on savings if you if like that, you know? <laughs> you gotta be fiscally responsible. You can't pass up on savings like that. But yeah. so, Is there anything else from your week, Zach? Um I don't think so. It's again, just they all kind of blend together, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. 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 All right. Someone else can talk about themselves now. I'm burnt out on, on looking back on this hell of a week I've had. Uh, right. Do you want me to go, Brian, or you? Uh, you can go. Okay. Um, I watched a bunch of movies. I didn't realize how many I'd watch. I'm just going to run through them quickly and say which ones I liked and thought was just okay. Um. The one movie I thought was overrated and just okay, Burning. Have either of you seen this movie? No. It came out in, I think it was 2017 or 2018, and it had like a 92 on Metacritic. It has, what's uh, what's the dude who dies in Walking Dead because he gets his head beat in with the... Glenn. The, the, Glenn. Yep, Glenn. It had Glenn in it. Um, It's a Korean movie. Um, Basically, this dude gets a girlfriend... Um, she goes off to, I think, Africa, and then she comes back with a new man who is Glenn from The Walking Dead, and he gets jealous, but it it's like two and a half hours long, and I didn't find the characters all that interesting. It's pretty uh, abstract and ambiguous with how the plot goes, so that uh, I, I don't think I'd recommend it. Um, if you have an extreme amount of interest, maybe. Um, other movies I watch, Hell or High Water, phenomenal. Um, oh, Big Zach fan. Big fan. Up. Yeah, um, great movie. Um, that was probably my favorite one I watched this week. Um, everyone in it is great. It's short and concise. Um, it nails its themes. It nails what it want to do. Um, I watched Stand By Me for the first time. That was fun. That was a good one. So cute. Um, I watched The Nice Guys, um, which I loved because I love Ryan Gosling. It is watching and- all these for the first time? Yeah. It, it, they all came out before I was either allowed to watch these movies or before 2015, so hadn't seen them. Um, and then I watched a new movie called Bad Education, um, which is the Hugh Jackman movie on HBO about a school scandal, and it was also very good. Um, so all of my, the the movie watching was a fun time. 
And then I had I had a bad video game incident, Brian. Um, I've been playing Doom Eternal. Right. Yeah. And I've been I was thought I was bad at the game, but then I got better, and I I've been dying less. Um, I was churning through the game. I was loving it. I get to the last boss. I have I think probably I was on the second phase. I looked it up. Probably had five to ten minutes left, and the game crashed. And normally when a game crashes, I'm like, okay, it'll be fine. It won't make me restart. Open, open the menu, get back in the game. Sure enough, I'm at the beginning of the final level, which took me about an hour and a half. And I wasn't willing to play an hour and a half to maybe have it crash again. Um, I value my time more than that. So I said, uh, I beat it. And I then deleted the application. Um, So (laughs) that was sad. You killed it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I said, I don't even want to be tempted to go back and waste an hour and a half. So I deleted it. Um, And then since I beat that, I needed to start another game. And I downloaded a game called The Return of Oberdin. Um, This came out in 2018 on PC. And I didn't play it because it was on PC. So I didn't really have access to it. It's a mystery, I guess, like, point, not point and click because you control your character. But, I mean, you're just walking around a ship as an insurance auditor discovering what happened to the crew. And boy, is this game fantastic. Um, I I don't expect both of you to buy and play this game, but this would be an extremely fun game to do a podcast on because it has, it's only like, I think it's like eight, six to eight hours long. I'm probably halfway through it. Um, And it just gives you cool moment after cool moment after cool moment. The art design is incredible. Um, I'm excited to, to beat it. I'll let you guys know next week how it is, but that was my week. I haven't made to give that a look. Um, Me, shit. Uh, Mostly, uh, well, I started intermittent fasting, which is something my uncle Ooh. did, uh, and that's that's been going. I guess is that a, I don't is know. that a game? <laughs> no, it, it's <laughs> it's a uh, it's it's a fasting technique. Uh, or I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I I only uh, whatever, not important, but I only eat between twelve and eight p.m. And uh, how how's that been? It's fine, uh, but it's going. I I have not uh, faltered. Uh, I subconsciously nice. picked. I I. One time at like 11, I subconsciously uh, reached down and grabbed some rice and ate that like with my hands, <laughs> like a, like a rice ball. Gotta make I was like, oh, shit. Up. You got it. Yeah. Gotta no, I, I. Yeah. I mean, I I almost like, yeah, uh, <laughs> freaked out, cried. Um, but uh, not really. Uh, but to keep myself busy after eight, uh, just to keep my mind off eating, I don't think I need to do it to do that anymore. But I was streaming on Twitch uh, just to keep my mouth, just to keep my uh my talking muscles going, you know, my, my on camera ability, it's growing stale. So I've been doing that. Uh, I don't know. I've been streaming for like, I don't know, six people at a time, like two, two of which are people I know. I was playing this game called yuppie psycho, which is like a pixel horror game. Uh, I like that. Uh, but I think I'm going to keep doing that cause I'm bored as fuck. Uh, so fun. yeah, it, it is fun. I, I've just enjoyed Doing that, I played some Heat Signature, which is a game I like a lot. Um, yeah, Yuppie Psycho. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna recommend something else. But Yuppie Psycho is a. Uh, it's a game about office building and scary. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's really it's really funny too. I uh, you're like trying. You're like playing as this dude that got hired to like hunt a witch, but he doesn't. He just thinks he's like a. He didn't know he was gonna do that. Uh, and I found it really unnerving and I thought the interesting, the music was really good. It's the same person that did, uh, the Valhalla music, which is not spelled like Valhalla. There's a lot of numbers in there, but it's a cyberpunk game. Uh, 
I think it was really scary at times. It was probably my first horror game, really. Uh, I don't really do a lot of horror. Like, I think Alien was the first horror movie I watched on my own. Uh, <laughs> but I enjoyed it, and I might play more horror things in the future. Uh, so streaming that, I think my account's Brian of the Woods 98. Uh, if you're going to ask, who the fuck took Brian of the Woods? I, I mean, who would even take that? That's such a unique thing to you, Brian. Who would even think? Uh, I'll you. tell you who took it. <laughs> Me. Uh, I took it and deleted the account thinking it would free up the name for my new account. It didn't. That name's just gone forever now. Uh, so I'm Brian of the Woods 98. Uh, and I was streaming that. And I think I'm going to do that every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Because uh, I'm bored. Nice. Um, what else did I do? I watched this... Uh, this anime short, you know, you say short, you don't think 40 minutes. It's 40 minutes. I think it's actually just a film. Um, <laughs> but I watched that with my friend, uh, Ban. Uh, he described it as like, yo, I'm surprised more people don't talk about this. And I watched it. It's called like Memories. It's like a trilogy and it's like all completely different vignettes. And it was, I watched one of them and I'm like, the first one, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. I'm surprised. No one talks about this. No one knows it exists. Very strange. Uh, it was like a <laughs> sci-fi thing. It was really cool. Uh, it was pretty cool. I, I don't know if it was incredible, but I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and then I think I just did that. And I watched Mad Max Fury Road for the second time in my life. Are we ready? Are we ready for this? I'm ready. Bring me to the All gates right. of Valhalla. All right. Get Wait, ready. Can, for let this, me, let me, let me, can I, can I do a quick prelude? Yeah, sure. So we were talking about Mad Max in the group chat that we have, uh, it's us three yeah. and, and some others. Um, and someone brought up Mad Max and just something deep within my bones. I had never talked to Brian about this movie, but some, <laughs> I feel like I knew without even like having like asking or knowing, I'm just like, here comes, I literally said, here comes the quote unquote, it's fine. Take from Brian. Yeah. I knew it was coming. Yes. I knew it. And I, I, I just, you just <laughs> know sometimes. And I just knew it was intuition. It's a movie lover intuition where you can you get a sense of someone's taste by what they say about other things, and you just know whether or not they'll like something, mm -hmm. give or take a bit. Yeah. And I just yeah, something told me that this is one of those ones <laughs> for Brian that he just doesn't get. And I yeah, I uh, I don't think I went on a rage text. Did I? I don't know. Sometimes I black out during those. Did I? I don't think you, I got mad. I think I said... No, I you're actually doing this thing we have talked about where you, uh, accept where you disengage. Other I accept other people's opinions. Man, you disengage do, and you yeah. do not see it. You pretend you don't see it. Right. And yeah, it's you, honestly for my away. mental health. And today's been a hard day for that. We'll get into that later. But it's hard to not engage sometimes. But I've been practicing. I've done real good today, Brian. You know, it's a hard day for me. We'll get into that later. But it's a hard day for me. But I haven't been engaging. So, yeah. Um, First, but, yeah. Yeah. So, I I was... Uh, Jake, I know Jake, it's like, not to put words in his mouth, but I think it's like Jake's favorite movie. And I definitely liked it a lot, but I was due for a rewatch. Um, so, I guess we're all just kind of waiting for Brian to see if anything changed. Yeah, so first time I watched this, um, Jake, is it your favorite movie? Uh, I My brother asked me that in the kitchen about an hour ago, and I responded, yes, but it also depends on what mood I'm in. There's like two or three other movies that I would call my favorite movie, and it kind of switches between them. But yes, it is It is in my top three. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, first time I watched it was... um. Hold on. Uh, first time I watched it was a couple years ago. First time I watched it was a couple years ago in my parents' room. Uh, 
say 45 degree angle from the TV, uh, pretty far away from the TV. I bet the lights were on too. Lights were off. Lights were off. I'll oh. have you know, the lights were off, blinds were closed. It was dark. It was dark in there. Uh, and I said, this is fine. And I watched it today, straight on the TV, bigger TV, <laughs> sound bar, emulating surround sound. I was wrong, folks. Incredible film. Incredible film. <laughs> For, for the for the listeners, Zach was a shit. <laughs> I was wrong. It's a happy I, day. I, I was wrong. What what a lovely day. Come on, Jake. Oh, a what a lovely what day. a lovely <laughs> day. Incredible uh, film. I was so wrong. I was so wrong. You know what? What a I, incredible film. Got, got I, masterpiece. <laughs> before I go into why I like it so much, I want to hear what changed for you, Brian. Uh, well, I'm going to say uh, probably the viewing angle, big one. Um, uh, and I, I don't know. I honestly don't know what else changed, but I'm watching it this time. And like five minutes in, I'm like, yo, this kind of good. <laughs> yeah, this kind of really good. <laughs> Zach looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> I, was just, I, was, I was just expecting to have to sit through some some frustrating <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, uh, no, that movie ruled, really... dude. Holy shit, the cars! <laughs> oh my god, I love, I love the cars. The um, first note, the first note I wrote down was, I don't really like cars and trucks, but they're kind of hot in this movie. Yeah, dude, I, I worship oh, the so V8 cool. as well. Along, <laughs> <laughs> praise the engine. I haven't even seen the first three Mad Maxes. And I, I yeah. did want to, because I'm, mean, you know, it's world building. This is like a soft reboot where it's like those can still be canon, but this is you don't need to see them for this one. I mean, it's a new mm-hmm. Max. It's not Mel Gibson. Um, I think this movie probably would not have been the same amount of success if they had a 60 year old Mel Gibson uh, in the role. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think that would. I digress. Out. Yeah, uh, watching again just reminded why how much I love it. Uh, I love how just absolutely absurd everything is in it. Like it's just. You can't half-ass a movie like this. You're either really weird or you're really like down to earth with it of what it would really be like. But it's, I don't know. I think it's cool world building. I say world building. I've only seen this one. I don't know. They might have built the world in the previous ones like this. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's really immersive. Uh, and yeah, the the car chase scenes are pretty awesome. And uh. especially the last one, like the final twenty five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's just pretty awesome where she's furious is driving and then max is just on the back and then on other people's cars just going back and forth just just killing just going out there and killing on other people's cars it's the coolest it's, thing yeah i you i go, Brian. what you can go uh i think you know the world building uh i think it was really good i really loved seeing all the different uh cultures and how they did stuff like you know the war boys they have their fucking pogo sticks and they have uh <laughs> The the coma they have the coma do Fourier, which is the name of the blind guy, the guitarist. Yeah. That's oh, his amazing. canon name. The coma <laughs> do Fourier. Uh they have him and they have all their weird shit going on. And they got their chrome spray and they got they got their they got their cool dad. The witness me uh, shit's Joe. pretty cool. And and the, Yeah, and then you got the then you got the Canyon boys and they got like their bikes and you know when they're going up when they're going off the hills and like throwing the bombs down, it's like, oh, oh this is how they do things. Like, this is how they do stuff, you know? It's like such a nice, it's like, it makes you feel like you get it. You're like, oh, this is how they operate. Like, they know what they're doing. They do this shit all the time. And then there are those old ladies, and we don't really see what they do besides shoot guns, but I thought they were cool, <laughs> it looks too. like they, they trick people uh, by putting a naked lady on top of a tower, and then they probably, I'm assuming, an ambush would follow. 
Uh, yes. If someone yeah. were to fall for the classic naked old lady in a tower trick. Yeah. Yeah. To, to hop on the world building comment, um, when they're about to enter the canyon and then like on all sides, different factions of parts of the area are coming in. It's like, oh, here comes this and seeing how they dress and seeing, like you said, the that motorcycle scene where they're going like up ramps and going over the cars and dropping the grenades is incredible. The fact this movie is 80% practical effects, which I think is what makes this movie, what what is another reason I love this movie so much. Like Mission Impossible, the newer ones, are some of the few movies we get now where it's pretty minimal CGI and almost all practical effects. And there's something that is just, you, you, even though in some movies where the CGI is really good, you don't notice it, there is just a feeling when you know everything that you're watching is pretty much real. Watching those motorcycle people do those stunts where they're going over the car, watching the people on the sticks doing yeah. the like wavy side to side boys. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to know that all of that is real is just, it, it makes the movie that much more entertaining. Oh man, that's yeah. that shot of uh, I think I sent in the group chat when we were talking about it. Just that shot of uh, Max like on that stick as it's like going with all the explosions behind him. Yeah. Uh, as Brian would say, pleasure oh. center hit Im- immediately. I noticed again when watching this. This movie I think has the best explosions of any movie. Oh, it looks so. They cool. They look incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just they're so dark and red. I don't know. I was into them. Weird I love sand things tornado. blowing up. There's something about things blowing up that just hits what we want to see. If they're real, yeah. the sand, the sand tornado, amazing. Oh, really, cool. what a great scene. Really cool I, shit. The, the the music in this movie is so good. I realized like halfway through the movie, they did a perfect time. Almost all of the beats in the action are timed to the beats of the music, which just I don't know everything about this movie. I when I was writing down notes. Everything I was writing basically was, wow, this is so cool. This is incredible. And I was like, this is not even worth writing notes. I just think everything about this movie is perfect. Yeah, I. one thing I will say that I didn't I, I didn't like, and you know, everyone, I, I'm going to get attacked for this. John kind of agreed with me, is that I feel like George Miller really had a lot of pride and had a real fucking heart on. I was like, I'm going to have a lot. I'm not, I'm not going to have any talking in this movie. And then there are parts <laughs> where, where Max look like, looks like he's desperate to communicate. Like he desperately <laughs> wants to say something, but George Miller won't fucking let him where he's like, it's just like pantomime and constantly the first like third of that movie. Cause he wanted to have all the exposition later, but it's just like, no, he can't even, a- he can't even ask for water. He just needs to like pantomime at the water for like 13 minutes. And then he can say like, well, and then they bring on the water. Like, it's like, it's like Max is like desperate to communicate information and is unable to because George Miller will not let him. It's not even like the strong silent type. It's like he desperately wants to talk. He desperately wants to say something and they won't let him. Like when he's in the back of the truck with like all the girls and he has the gun, he's just like, he's just like waving around. He's just, he like sees a gun. He's like, ah, and he grabs, like he, <laughs> he, won't, he won't let him say words. And then the whole last third of that movie, he's talking all the fucking time. It's like he was saving his good boy points. It's it, like it's it like George Miller. It doesn't bother me for that much. Where I'm like, everyone's like, man, there's like no talking in this movie. I'm like, there's no talk for like the first third. But he and Furiosa are having like conversations later <laughs> about like what it means to like let go and like what it means to have hope. And I'm like, there's kind of talking in this movie. There's definitely a lot of talking in this movie. I mean, not for like compared to most movies, but everyone talking about everyone talks about this fucking movie like it's a silent film. And for when it is trying to be a silent film. 
it really seems like it shouldn't be because Ma- Max <laughs> seems desperate to talk. He, like he genuinely, like I was genuinely uncomfortable for him. Where it's just like, he's like pantomime, he's like flailing about, like he can't fucking talk. I'm like, is he gagged? And he's not, he just said has the mask. Uh, but that is honestly the only thing I think is, uh, I don't know, funny about the movie. Like, just like weird. I mean, it doesn't really bother me. I'm just like, man, he must have really just not wanted anyone to talk in this movie. He wanted to like backload that. Uh, but I love that. What a, what a movie. I was so fucking wrong. Let me tell you guys. I was wrong. This movie is not fine. It is a nine at least. Uh, to achieve a 10, I'll need to think about it for another couple months. I get that. Uh, I mean, and, and maybe maybe I will score to nine. Right. What I was thinking the whole time, Furiosa might be the coolest woman in the history of action movies besides maybe Ellen Ripley. And when you see aliens, that's going to be it's honestly pretty close. They're, they're both pretty awesome. I mean, and all, right off the bat, Furiosa might be the coolest name I've ever heard in fiction. <laughs> it is a cool name. What's what's her first name? Imperio or something? I think so. It's like Imperio Furiosa or something. It's a good it's name. So. There's some good names in this movie. Real cool. For sure. Real cool it, name. Yeah. Charlize is great. What's yeah. your guys' favorite like stunt or like costumed character? Just favorite like thing about this movie? Oh, I man. really liked the I really liked the dirt bikes uh, on the ramp. I mean, that wasn't like my favorite stunt like visually, but it like conveyed like a lot of information, I guess. Like it really like Gave a lot to like those people's culture, and I thought that was really cool. Um, I don't know. I guess there's not really a moment that sticks out to me. I think uh, the part where you see the money guy and the strong guy, and I'm like, oh, these are like the big guys of the Citadel. You know, the guy with the big foot and the and the metal nose. Hey, why does why does face get torn off? Why did it? Why? Uh, how did that she happen? She put it on his mask, and his mask is like connected to his face somehow. I think. Yeah. Well, I thought it wasn't. I thought in the first part of the movie that you literally see them put the mask on him, as if it's like put on by human hands. I don't know if they put on the mask. I know they put on the back plate and other parts of him. I don't recall the mask part, but you might be right. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, whatever. I mean, that was dope seeing his face. Either get way, off. I Epic. would assume it gets hooked into his face. That's and maybe possible. he needs yeah. to unhook something yeah. and take it off as opposed yeah. to having it ripped. That was so cool when he no, died. She, she said, uh, what yeah. did she say? Remember me? Yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty fucking awesome. Uh, favorite stunt. I mean, those guys jumping with the Those guys jumping with the explosion sticks. Or that guy who kind of like. Those guys were cool. When he got shot and he was like, all right, I'm on my way out. So I'm going to yeah. go out like a G. And he's like, witness yeah. me. And everyone's like, yeah, do it. And <laughs> and he just, that was dope. I don't know, that part was pretty cool. Yeah. Besides the sandstorm, which I just think is inherently super cool. I This isn't really a stunt, but when they shoot at the first time you see them, they shoot the like flare powder balls in the air. I don't know why. Those are the coolest thing I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> I don't know why I like them so much. <laughs> I love the uh, the the nighttime scenes, the where where Max is about to take the shot at the light, but he's like realizing he probably can't do it. Fierce just knocks out the light. Yeah, <laughs> and then he like fun yeah, fact, he just runs forward and he's like, "What is?" What? And they're like, "Where is he going?" And she's like, "He's gonna retaliate and just bl- apparently kills everyone." Not his blood. Not his blood. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, <laughs> man, you guys probably could have guessed this. Um, 
But I read a fun fact. They filmed all those nighttime scenes in complete daylight yeah. and oversaturated them. I think And then, like, added the filter. Yeah. The, I, I love <laughs> how they made night, like, this pure blue. It was awesome. When I was watching that, I'm like, oh, that's like when I uh, got the red light filter on my phone and was testing it out and slid it all the way to the opposite. It's like, <laughs> let, let's see this all the way blue. I'm like, oh. I, one part I thought was weird where it was, like, uh, where everyone was blue except the girls in the back with, like, the light. And that just reminded me of movies where they go where it's like black and white. And then to like, it reminded me of uh, Schindler's List, like the red coat. Yeah. It just reminded me of that. I'm like, it <laughs> looks kind of weird, but I mean, it's cool. I, yeah, I, I figured Night was filmed blue, you know? Yeah. I, I want the spinoff movie about the people on the like stilts in the nighttime who are just walking around. Those crow people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those were really creepy. What do those guys do? I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people I look at in this movie, I'm like, what do you guys do? How do you? What do you and like, I think that's a testament to why the world building is so cool. They kind of just throw stuff in. And I feel like in an alternate world where this movie makes a ton of money, it would turn into something like Star Wars, where we get sequels and they would expand on it. But it's a little too weird for that to happen. I mean, it, I mean, made, it, it, made, it did make a lot of money. But it what, it what made a lot like of money. A, he just, it, he just spent 14 right? years making it. Didn't, yeah, well, like, it's, it made a lot of money, but he still lost. I think it was forty million on it, <laughs> oh which boy. is insane. Yeah, well, yeah, it's <laughs> not so insane when you're making this movie for uh, over a decade. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we've been promised sequels for a while now. Uh, they keep talking about the Furiosa sequel. Yeah, he said he wrote two of them <laughs> and a Furiosa movie. And the one that actually, the most recent one I heard was like Furiosa prequel with the girl from The Witch in Split and a Taylor Joy. At this point, I'll take anything yeah. uh, in in that universe. Um, I mean, best case scenario, another well, movie with Tom Hardy and Charlize in one movie. That'd be my my preference. But I mean, I guess if the story doesn't work, fine, whatever. But anything in my in my reading for preparing for trivia, I learned a lot about the uh, run up to this movie and the future sequels. Um, and it sounds like he had this idea back in. It's like 19, late, late 90s. 60s. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was supposed to come out. They were supposed to start filming in 2001, but then 9-11 happened. So they couldn't record where they were supposed to because uh, U.S. was in Iraq and Afghanistan fighting people. So they couldn't film where they wanted to. And then it was supposed to be Mel Gibson, but then Mel Gibson got old. And then Tom Hardy hopped on, but they had to delay it again. Tom Hardy's supposed to be signed on for three more movies. So technically, those are supposed to happen. When he wrote this movie back in whatever it was, 2004, he also wrote the sequel with, I don't know if it's the Furiosa one or just the direct sequel to this. So it exists. Apparently, the reason he the sequel hasn't progressed is he's supposed, he's like holding out for money. Um, War, I think Warner Brothers was the one who did this, right? Yeah. They were supposed to give him a certain amount of money. Um, there was like, a, I think it was, he was supposed to get a bonus if it didn't go over a certain budget. And the only reason it went over is because Warner Brothers delayed something. So he's trying to argue that he should get the money because it wasn't his fault because he stayed under the budget. And so he's not doing anything until they give him a sign. Seems reasonable. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's never coming out. Um, so you're telling me. <laughs> man. Yeah, that, that he's gonna like have to break. Gonna I mean, it's like the new Avatar two until, but Avatar two is still Avatar two because that hasn't come out yet either. But I feel yeah. like I'm really confident that one's coming out because I feel like they filmed it. Uh, so that one will come out at some point. 
Just not within the time frame that you figured it would? No. No. Um, I want to, I wrote down some quick notes and I just want to read them quickly. I wrote, this movie makes me thirsty. Um, yeah. I wrote. Water stay I, underrated. Water do stay underrated. I wrote, daddy is agitated and daddy runs weirdly. Um, Imperial Why? Joe, when he's running, he just looks really weird and it bugged me. He's just a big um, man. It's just a, he's he carrying a around man. a lot of man when he has to run like that. I wrote, I wrote, he got some chompers. His teeth are very scary. When his mouth opens, when he's crying, I, I don't know. Does he like manually like adjust something to open them? I guess because cause, like <laughs> you see his like mouth open to like when he's yelling about like his his the dead lady, right? Yeah, <laughs> and they're open, but then you see him talk and yell later, and they're closed. So I figured before he yelled, he must have turned a knob, opening the mouth, and then continued yelling. The last, the last note I wrote was one of the coolest, like, whoever came up with this design, when they're, when uh, Mad Max first meets Furiosa, and they have the guns hidden in the skulls, and they, like, oh, yeah. punch it out to get the guns, I was like, that's cool. That ruled. I, uh, when, uh, when they, do you have other notes? Nope, that's it. Okay. Uh, when they shot the flare gun at that dude, and, like, the powder went off, uh, I pointed... I, I'm the fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I pointed at the screen. I said, I said, birds of prey. It's just like birds of prey. <laughs> That's what I did when uh, he, he says like, I'm going to, I'm going to get the glory on Fury Road. And I was like, the title. <laughs> yeah. It is, that's the name of the movie. Oh, fuck. What a good movie. I can't believe how wrong I was. Uh, we'll chalk that up as my first incorrect statement <laughs> ever. Uh, it, this fuck. movie just manages to do everything so well like every even like base just components of movie costumes set etc it just does everything it achieves to do better <laughs> than most other movies yeah i i really don't know what changed but watching it the <laughs> second time i'm like damn this is uh makes me wonder i'm like what are all the other movies that i watched the first time and didn't like do you think i like them now so I will be rewatching the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that was, that was the joke I was about to jump on. <laughs> Time to find out that uh, one is better than two, I guess. <laughs> Phantom Menace is better than Attack of the Clones. Absolutely fucking wrong. <laughs> Everyone okay. that thinks that is fucking crazy, but whatever. Before we get into that later, because Zach might have some to say about that. Uh, yeah, do we want to do really. some trivia? Yep, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do some trivia. Okay, I got four questions for you this time. Um, not all in the ABCD format, so we got some different ones. Oh, don't um, tell me you're going to hit me with a short answer. Right in. Oh, I got a right no. short answer. Some of, oh. oh, Zach, just wait. So the first question, um, Junkie XL, which is the composer who scored Mad Max Fury Road, which of these things did he not do the music for? A, the 2020 hit film Sonic the Hedgehog. B, Tomb Raider, the 2013 video game by Square Enix, C, Madden NFL 16, or D, Alita Battle Angel? What was the third to last? Madden NFL 16. Madden NFL, no, fuck you, it's Alita Battle Battle Angel. Sonic. Both of you are incorrect. He scored all of those things except the Tomb Raider 2013 Square Enix game. Okay. He did score the Tomb Raider movie uh, from 2018, I think. Did not see um, that film. 
Neither did I. <laughs> the second question, um, uh, fun fact, if you guys didn't know this, um, he had um, a lot of footage and he didn't know who he wanted to edit it film. So he handed it uh, all the footage over to his wife to edit because he said, um, if I hand this over to a man, it's going to look like every other action movie. So I want this to look different. Um, so my question is, how many hours of footage did his wife have to edit? Whoever is closest but doesn't go over the amount of hours gets the point. So Price is Right rules. Okay. Um, how many hours of footage did she receive to edit? Zach, are we going to do honor system? Lock in your answer in your mind. I'm not going to have you do one hour more than me or one hour less. Wait, <laughs> wait a second. Let me. It's a two hour movie. <laughs> well, Zach okay. uh, is thinking heavily. Let's do it. Okay, Zach, you ready? Okay, we're going to say it at the too. same time, or are we just. No. I mean, we don't need to honor system. I'm 35. I'm 120. Okay, both. I guess Zach gets the point. Fuck. It was 470 hours. It took her three months to get through all the footage. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I. That is insane. I can't imagine watching 407. The fact that she cut 470 hours down into two hours is incredible. And that it was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> that was another. That was, I was reading through IMBD's fun facts, and that's the craziest thing. Everyone thought this movie was going to be shit. Like, the people involved. They asked Charlize Theron, because apparently her and Tom Hardy fought with George Miller frequently, because they kept asking him, what the fuck are we doing? I don't understand what we're filming. I don't know what I'm doing. And he's like, stop complaining. Don't worry. And they both watch the movie and they're like, yeah, there was nothing to worry about. This is very good. <laughs> um, Cutting 400 and something hours down to, I mean, it sounds like what I had to do for the senior video when I had to edit that. <laughs> Honestly, I had to cycle through a lot of memories of people. Can I, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Venom has done irreparable damage to the Tom Hardy brand <laughs> because I cannot, even now, I can't remember what he sounds like in Mad Max. It's just the Venom voice. Bad people, it's just fucking that. Like, it's totally poisoned. Like, I, it's, it's irreparable damage. It has completely annihilated my perception of Tom Hardy's voice. Even thinking back to Mad Max, he sounds like that. Luckily, <laughs> I missed out on forward. Venom, so he hasn't been ruined. Well, you move forward. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> um, another interesting thing that has to do with how they filmed it. They filmed this chronologically. So when they were filming it, like they didn't go out of order, which is what most movies do for people who don't know that, um, which I thought was crazy that they all did this in order. Okay. So uh, Zach is winning one to zero. And now I have two questions, one for each of you specifically, because hmm. I felt like they were more catered to what you might know. Because I figured okay. this question would not be fair for Brian. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. But Zach, this one's for you. This is the short answer one. Okay? You get a fourth of a point for every single part of it you get right. What awards were Mad Max, Mad Max nominated for at the Oscars that it didn't win? Which categories was it nominated for that it didn't win? Fuck. Best picture. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not touching this one. Yeah, this one's for Zach. Best picture. It's one. Okay. There is four. Four. Okay. Yeah, there okay. is four categories. It didn't win. It won six of its categories, though. Yeah, I bet. Um, 
Oh, Would you like f- to think on that while I ask Brian yeah, this yeah, question? Yeah, yeah, because that's a thinker. Okay. All right, hit me up. Brian, are you ready? Yeah. George Miller, while the very long process of making Mad Max Fury Road, had originally planned to make an action-adventure tie-in video game with what famous video game director? So I have, I'll give you an option. Okay. You can either guess with no... I, I have an A, B, C, D, but if I give you none of them and you get it right, you get two points. Give me or A, B, C, D. Okay. <laughs> Not touching A. Hideo Kojima. B. Cody Barlog. C. Neil Druckmann. D. John Carmack. It's either Neil or Hideo. Um, fuck. Uh, I'm going to say Hideo Kojima. You are incorrect. It was actually Cody Barlog who was fuck. working on God of War 2 at the time. Oh, damn. Um, what was he working on? What was who working on? What was the, what was the plan? Did the plan ever come out? No, the game never worked out. I mean, like every other thing else, everything got shut down. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so Zach, you have you've guessed one of okay, the four. Okay, I'm gonna best, go uh, picture. I'm gonna go production design, costume design, and just uh, I probably won this, but not sound mixing, but sound editing. Those are my four. Those are the four. It did not win. Yeah, those are my four. It did not win. You are you are one for four. Fuck. You won all those? <laughs> um, or- yeah, so I'll read off the ones it won. The awards Mad Max won were costume design, film editing, makeup and hairstyling, production design, sound editing, and sound mixing. Um, so it won all of the, wow, your movie looks, sounds, cool stuff. But Did the, not get uh, cinematography? Ones di- the ones that didn't win, it didn't win Best Picture. Best Director, Best Cinematography, and Best Visual Effects. How the fuck did I not think of Best Director? God, I should. <laughs> that so, is a big one. Zach, Zach wins with one point. Um, I, I <laughs> we remember... Really, we really biffed it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first year I was like heavily invested in the Oscars because I was shocked to see the movie get as many noms as it did. And it was a year where there wasn't really a clear front runner. And so I was so pumped. Um, and if I'm correct, Spotlight ended up winning Best Picture... And then Inaritu won for director for Revenant, and then the cinematographer Revenant also won. Yeah, that makes sense. That um, yeah. see what I remember. The, I remember watching those Oscars and seeing like Mad Max just pulling all these awards, and I was in the midst of a heated Snapchat yeah. exchange with some high school <laughs> friends that why is Mad Max winning all these over Force Awakens? This is such bullshit. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you guys are just. I mean, that was um. I mean, I love Star Wars, and I didn't quite find my deep love for it till after Last Jedi. But that, that Wait, really? even then, I was like, "That's lame." I mean, I grew up with it, but like, I didn't become like, "Oh, this is this is this is my thing." Like after until after Last Jedi, and I was like, "Okay, I, I kind of bad think time I'm in love with all that." Yeah, I know. Bad time to get on. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's kind of when uh, I. Yeah, that's when I kind of started I, it's simultaneously filling with love for the series and and absolute hatred for anyone else who likes it. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's before a we cruel existence, before we hop fan. off Mad Max, I have a few more interesting things I wanted to note. The guitar that the dude plays is real and shoots real gas powered flames. It weighed 132 pounds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Which is insane. Um, did it actually the, uh, play? 
Uh, yeah, it in the flame was controlled by the whammy bar. So if he hit the whammy bar, the Very flames funny. would come out. <laughs> Very cool. Um, Very cool. I wish my Guitar Hero guitar did that. I might actually play that game. Man. Um, and, <laughs> and then yes. the last uh, thing I thought was interesting, um, that he he had like a big, he really wanted to make sure the movie didn't look like a lot of other post-apocalyptic movies, so it had a lot of color. I mean, one thing I thought that then tied into that was one of the writers, like there was three writing credits, George Miller, um, another dude who helped him write the earlier Mad Max's movie, and then this dude named Brendan McCarthy, who the only thing he's ever written was Mad Max Fury Road. Everything else he has done is in animation and art. So he really was just a dude who had done art for other projects, and he brought him on to help write the movie to help the visuals, which I thought was pretty unique. That was it. That's cool. <sighs> what a film. What a film. Are we are we done with Mad Maxwell Fury Road? Yeah. Yes, sir. What a movie. I, I'd like to apologize <laughs> to all the people I hurt with my Mad Max opinions. Because incredible film. I was wrong. Entirely wrong. It, one of these days we have to rank every movie we've seen for this podcast. Uh, we re- we really got to put we really got to put a list together. Oh man, and this is top three so far. It's top three so far. This might be number one. We'll get there. We'll get there. Are we? <laughs> Bri- no, Brian. I don't want to. I'm going to talk about this on air, which might be regret. But I think it would be fun instead of ra- waiting to rank them all. We should just start ranking them. So at the end of our conversation, we then vote to where we would rank them. Yes, this would be a good idea going forward. We'll gotta, start this next week. Yeah, because I got to find a list. I got I got to yeah. put a list together. I got to figure it out. <laughs> and we can have our definitive ranking of these random ass movies. Yes, yes, we will. Zach, are you ready to ar- to get in more arbitrary arguments over pop culture? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm ready. I mean, I don't really have much to say. I was just, I was, I mean, it's honestly, it's just today's May the Fourth, uh, which is Star Wars Day. Oh and- shit. Yeah, I know. I don't know if you've noticed on Twitter, but it's the only thing on Twitter. Um, so, I, I mean, I find myself becoming more and more okay, <laughs> like after the pain of episode nine. And yeah. I don't know if I mean that specifically about episode nine, because I still don't think that's a very good movie. Um, I think I'm just allowing myself to still enjoy the other ones the same way I did instead of letting episode nine like taint it. Um, and I think down the line, I'll eventually start at least being able to abide episode nine the same way I abide like attack of the clones or Phantom Menace. Um, even though I think it's probably a bit better than those now in hindsight. Um, so yeah, I guess it's, 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 it's a positive message for me. I'm kind of becoming more and more okay with it. And also at the same time, deciding more and more that I don't really want to talk about Star Wars with anyone on the internet ever again. Because there's so <laughs> many terrible people that are just terrible. Just terrible people. Mm-hmm. Zach, you should talk about your tweet that received an absurd amount of interaction. <laughs> yeah, I guess this probably would be the most interactions I've had it's on all- a tweet. It's it's all it's never the ones you expect. <laughs> uh, don't don't mention why the tweet came up. Right. Um, <laughs> Save Brian some editing. Right. Uh, Thank you, Jake. It was like a it was like a, <laughs> oh, like a, a one thirty a.m. tweet though, um, and it was yeah. to Ryan Johnson, and I said, "Hey, at Ryan Johnson, you make more Star Wars movies. <laughs> Write this instant, young man!" with exclamation points and mad faces. 
And <laughs> it was it. So for a one thirty a.m. tweet, got like a few likes before like eight a.m. Um, and then Ryan Johnson liked it. I got that notification. And I like saw my phone. I was like, "Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch! What have you done?" Uh, and then <laughs> I became just the the deer on the killing floor uh, for the internet. <laughs> And I was getting retweeted by all these like 3,000, 4,000 follower guys like that are dedicated their online existences to hating Ryan Johnson and Disney Star Wars. And they're like, check out this fucking moron. Oh, this guy's the worst take ever. This guy's so stupid. Oh, you're not a fake. You're not a real fan. And I can abide people not liking <laughs> movies. That's fine. I have friends that don't like Last Jedi and I get along fine with them. We talk about it fine because they talk like real humans. Say most of your friends. Right. Well, no, I'd say most of my friends like it, but there's a select two or three that don't. And two of them, I can talk about it with them because they talk about it like an actual human being. Uh, sometimes people like to talk about it uh, like an asshole and be like, "You're you're you're a moron. This movie's you're you're like you're so stupid and it ruined Star Wars and it killed me." And like, I can't talk with people like that. You know, it just makes no me. No one should. It makes me like, like, just absolutely want to just like collapse into a black hole, uh, and. There are some there are some people on the internet like that. I was able to shrug off the moron the morons pretty easily because it did get a lot of support. Because most of them, most of the the response on the tweet were supportive of like, yeah, 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 Ryan Johnson, do it. And like, so I got like nineteen hundred and fifty likes or something, I think total, in like one hundred and seventy retweets. Um, and it's cool seeing people like be like, yeah, that's that would be awesome. And they're like, oh, I'm like, oh, cool, people, I'm not alone, you know. <laughs> I'm not fighting this fight by myself. Uh, and that, <laughs> that was cool. Um, but yeah, overall, you just, there's some dumb people. This guy just would not leave me alone talking about why Last Jedi is bad. I'm just like, dude, you cannot like it. That's fine. I'm not going to argue with you in Twitter discourse. Here's my article if you want to see my argument about it, but I'm not going to like go round for round for you in the Twitter comments. He's just like, well, I'm not going to read it because this movie's terrible and blah, blah, blah. And like, it became a whole thing where he started calling me a fake Star Wars fan. I'm just like, dude, you can not like the movie, but it's absolutely the stupidest thing in the world to not to say I'm not a Star Wars fan. And I eventually he deleted all the, the tweets. So it's just now it looks like me talking to myself in the thread. <laughs> um, he got you. I mean, literally just deleted pretty much the whole time. I think I ended it with, okay, take a nap. Uh, and then he deleted all of them. And... That's the best part when they delete all of them. I like that. Yeah, that that felt yeah. like victory. Not that I care about winning a victory with a last Jedi hating troll. Yeah, you do. It's fine. I mean, I get, I get it. It does feel the dopamine. Nice. It yeah. hits the pleasure centers, uh, <laughs> making these guys look stupid. I, but either way, it's. I dream of the day when this argument ends. I am shocked it's still going on now. I don't want to argue with anyone about it forever. I really don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm so. I'm just ready to accept the new phase of my life where I'm not like an intense Star Wars fanatic who needs to debate it and stuff. And I can just enjoy them and just not see people ripping on Last Jedi online and ripping on Rise of Skywalker. Even though I also rip on Rise of Skywalker, I'm kind of tired of seeing people rip on it, if that makes sense. It's like me being like, man, my mom pissed me off last night. And then my friends would be like, yeah, man, your mom sucks. I'd be like, dude, I can say that. You shut the fuck up, you know? Like you, I can say that you can't say that. We love you, Mrs. Hohenstein. Yeah, an avid listener of one episode of the show one time, probably. Uh, but yeah, I hope she hears. <laughs> you gotta that, give bro. her a chance. Hope she hears that, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 
it, I'm just kind of ready to make my peace with it because like I, they, they're it's like, Oh, Skywalker saga all on Disney plus. So they're releasing like whole saga trailers where they like put together all nine movies into like a one little two minute trailer for like the series. I'm just like, Hmm, I love these movies. So I'm like, I'm like kind of like ready to just be like, okay, it's fine. I'm still not going to watch them till December. I still need to take a year off just for my own sanity. But, uh, I have been watching clone wars and I'm, I'm, I still do like Star Wars a lot, so um, I'll get over it. Um, the wounds are healing Zach, that I thought would never heal, is my point. Zach, what if I told you I forgot to cancel my Disney Plus, and I, and I now have a month to watch the entire Star Wars canon? Oh, man. If you do watch I do it? them, and then we talked... I kind of want you to watch The Last Jedi. I kind of... I mean... I'll get there. I mean, it's... Even I can all wait to get there and tell you talk about... Zach, I hope I get there, and I hope it like red pills me, and I become like an anti SJW guy, and I and I just call you. I hope the last Jedi. I hope the last Jedi. Listener to the show, John Messer. I think what did he? Uh, he tweeted something the other. It's actually kind of funny because he was one of the first people to respond to my tweet uh, after Ryan Johnson liked. It. He's like, bro, this tweet went from like twenty likes to like thirty likes out of nowhere. And then I was like, yeah, haha, Ryan Johnson fans pop out. And then like immediately after that, it was up over a thousand. Uh, but he tweeted something. I think yeah, John listens to the show sometimes, so he'll hear this. He tweeted something the other day that was like, uh, I would say Last Jedi is bad or something like that. He like used Last Jedi as an example of like how to say something's bad or something like that. And I know I shouldn't, but I felt like he was aiming at me. Through the Twitter sphere, with a yeah. with a virtual just bullet of just agony, <laughs> and it, and it hit me. It did hit me. I didn't I didn't engage, but I was like, I'm gonna just gonna let it sit. I'm gonna let it simmer. There's there's one universe we live in where Brian watches the Last Jedi and hates it. And oh it- yeah, I mean this is like. <laughs> This is like the fucking end game. Like it's one to 900 million or something. It's like, that's the one chance I watch it and it red pills me and I become like a reactionary. I become like an anti SJW reactionary. I call Zach soy and <laughs> I, I, and I write up with the Donald. I on mean, Reddit. it's, <laughs> I, I mean, my it friends, all goes together. my friends have tried to make me watch a video before. It's like, watch this video. It explains everything wrong with last Jedi. And I watched one of them. Is it the they- fucking 18 hour Mauler dissection? No, I, no, I would never, <laughs> so I would never mad. do that. That's just absolutely <laughs> pathetic that that exists. Um, but it's, <laughs> No, I mean, but I like watched one and I was like, I guess I see what he means on one or two things. But even then, that didn't bother me. I mean, some of them are just stretches. And here's the point. I would never want to watch a video anyway about anything, any medium. I was like, why this sucks? I, I'll watch videos of like, why this is so cool? Because that's cool. But like, if you spend your, you can dissect plenty of movies that we all like. In, on a, in a 10 minute video breaking down little holes and how this might not fit this this classic structure and like just to like in any movie can like be argued looks stupid if you fr- like frame it in a way in a 10 minute video but like like for example like Adam was like dude watch watch this video about why I hate the last Jedi dude it's so just just watch it I'm like dude I mean I don't want to watch it but at the same time if I watch it then you have to sit there with me and watch a 10 minute why revenge of the Sith sucks and I promise you it's gonna make a lot better points than the last Jedi one and he's like yeah I don't know if I want to do that I was like good because that means 
because it's fucking ridiculous to watch a a a video about why something sucks. What like just watch the I, movie, see what you see, and then argue it. But if you have to go to a if you have to figure out why you don't like the movie, and you're like, okay, let this guy make my arguments for me. Uh, this is why the movie is bad. Watch this ten minute video that breaks down little things like. Okay, if there's a there's a fight scene, for example, fight scene Last Jedi, the throne room, the red throne room, there's like a continuity error in it, uh, and it's like, dude, I, I get that, and it's impressive when movies really hold up well when you look at them in slow motion and action scenes and everything lines up. That is cool, but if I didn't notice and I still don't notice unless I have to pause it and look, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And also, like, if I guarantee if you slow down a lot of action scenes in people's favorite movie, you're going to find a lot of things you don't that don't look right. It's just it's people uh, desperate to, to hate it. And, to, and yeah, I get like, OK, either way, the point is like I, I, watching to touch videos on, of why things suck is I, I'm not I think it's stupid, but whatever. That might just be me. I, I want to touch on both those topics because um, I adore Mad Max Fury Road, but in IMBD, they have a, a whole section dedicated to the things they messed up continuity-wise. And boy, is there a lot. There's a lot of them. And I, I mean, I don't care. She had 470 hours of stuff to edit. I don't care if there's a mistake. I didn't notice it, so it doesn't matter. Right. If I and don't then, notice, addition, I then edited well. Good. Yeah. Good job. And then in addition to the dislike video thing, I, I think there is a place, and I noticed this, um, Anthony Fantano, music critic, dislikes some albums. He gives albums a zero, and he'll talk about them. And I think there is there is a healthy way to do a video where you're critiquing something and pointing out why you dislike something and also acknowledging, okay, I can see why people would like this. But then there are videos where people are just like, I don't like this because this person sucks. And they just say they suck over and over, and they don't really provide any valid thing to back it up. And I don't think I don't think those videos have a place for you just to say science sucks without backing anything up. Right. Um, it's like but. gotcha. It's like almost like gotcha stuff. Like, ha, look, I got him. <laughs> this part doesn't yeah. line up, you know, and like uh, this person. Speaking of uh, yeah, Star Wars, there was some good news today. Um, I mean, maybe good news. I don't know who you I are and how you feel news. about him. Taika Waititi is directing a movie. How do you guys feel about that? Love it. Love it. I think that's what they needed to get me uh, really amped for for whatever comes next in a couple years, movie-wise. I'll watch the Star Wars movies and get back to you on if I'm excited <laughs> or not. <laughs> Sounds good. Are are we ready for recommendations? Um, I I guess we, we should we should what well, we should Jake. I think me and you should at least bring up. Did you watch Westworld last night? Oh God, dude. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to give my short piece because I don't want to bore. I, I don't think much of the audience has watched Westworld, and I don't want to make Brian sit through it. So all I'm going to say is uh, most like every season of Westworld, they start off with some really cool ideas, um, and they don't quite know what to do with them. And I read a, a great <laughs> review last night that helped summed up my thoughts, right. which is that they that the plot itself and what happens is actually pretty good, but the way they deliver it is so boring and terribly executed you'll watch something and you'll be like oh wait that was like supposed to be a reveal oh that's fine like i something someone said about westworld season one and it didn't really i didn't like i agreed with it but it didn't like it, it didn't really like hit for me i mean i guess i didn't finish season one so but it was like it is hard for me to enjoy a show that is written so dryly without any levity or any, like there's nothing. I mean, it is just, it is basically like 
I mean, like there's drama and stuff, but it's all delivered in such such like the most like yeah. huge stra- monologues. Not like <laughs> straightforward, like it all makes sense when they say it, but it's like there's no like it's not clever, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like the show gets by because it's oh, cool cowboys, cool robots, shoot, shoot, yay! Like, like the the concept of it is incredibly clever, and what they do in the story is incredibly clever. But it's de- it is delivered in like the most unclever way possible, I guess. <laughs> like, there is no, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I. It is hard to describe. It is hard to put into words for me. I no, I I, I really did like season one. Uh, I I like season agreed. one too. Two. I didn't finish it, but from what I understand, it's like, I mean, from what I watched of it, it's like at a certain point I got fucking bored. I'm like, I know this is the Man in Black. <laughs> I've known this since the second episode where the flashback started. I've known it's a flashback since the first time because it's a different fucking logo. <laughs> like it's like, it, of course, and like they just like they do it for like eight episodes. Where I'm like, yes, I get it. Like this is interesting. Like this is a interesting way to deliver it. But it's so obvious what you're doing. Like it, it like you know, like it, it's hard. Like the other stuff in that show is not obvious, but like it just felt like they figured it would take people longer when people were figuring it out yeah. like immediately. I, I guess is what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Season two tested my patience pretty hard it had some stuff that i liked a lot but a lot of stuff that just was so i mean it's also muddled sometimes and i say sometimes most of the time um and <laughs> season three again like season two had some stuff that i liked a lot there's like a one really cool sci-fi concept in season three uh i mean i guess i mean i'm not really gonna spoil anything but pretty much it's this ai you know host has now put her conscience copied made copies of her consciousness and put one into a now a, like a host body of a real person to like pass that person off as like the real person when that person actually died in the park and that was like the only thing this season I thought was really interesting because then that that version of herself starts to feel like she's losing herself to the body that she's in and the life that she's living as this person and like the farther she grows from like the original version of herself the f- like the less trust she has with her own self pretty much that was the only time i'm like this is a really cool idea like and i feel like they didn't spend enough time on it and aaron paul was cool too i liked him and yeah i mean the, it, like yeah it just overall though the, i hated the man in black this season ed harris ed harris cool guy really cool character in the rock love him uh but really really cool bad guy in that movie because he has depth but um yeah, no, not I hate him in Westworld, and there are just so so many things in the show that he had no feel reason like to be there this aimless, season. Just and felt they aimless. make that evident. They make that evident by what they choose to uh, do with him in the season finale. And the I after think if credits I use, is so rough. Oh my god. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna get to that. Actually, I'm gonna get to it now. HBO, you're not Marvel. You're not a movie. You can't throw integral parts of the story after credits on a tv show especially when you're suggesting for me to watch something else yeah incredibly frustrating when that happens i hate that shit like stuff Um, stuff does it all the time it's terrible yeah and then i would say if i'd use one word to describe westworld it'd be hollow um the characters don't have much depth they try to handle heavy themes and they don't really do anything but repeat the same thing over and over it's fine it was fun at times I'm not necessarily upset that I watched it, but I would definitely don't don't catch up if you thought season three was going to be better. 
Yeah, it was probably my least favorite of the three. But, I mean, the world design was cool. Evan Rachel Wood is gorgeous. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous, actually, how gorgeous she is. Um, and Thandie Newton is, is pretty cool when she walks around in all black with her sword. I get pretty amped. But that's pretty much I was it for me for season three. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, Recommendation time? Yeah, I guess so. I can go first. Uh, I mean... It's something that you probably, I mean, you definitely have heard of it. If you don't watch it, a lot of you probably already watch it. But the premiere for the second half of season four of Rick and Morty was last night. And it's just the most wild episode they've ever done, which is saying a lot. Um, it's It was absolutely batshit crazy. But it's just so consistently funny. And like just the the, the improv feel under the animation just for the, the vocals of this, like for Rick and Morty and like a few side characters. It just and then they animate over it is just so it just makes it feel so much more free and like just unpredictable with everything. It doesn't feel like so scripted and stuff, which is I don't know. I think it's hilarious um, and just so creative all the time. Um, it's got to be exhausting to make just having to continually come up with new sci-fi ideas and then make them funny at the same time. But yeah, uh, watch Rick and Morty. Catch up on that if you haven't. I think you can watch the season four episodes, the first half of season four and the new one on adultswim.com or like an adult swim app on your like tv or phone and the rest is on hulu so yeah it's probably my favorite current comedy it's really funny i um i've been watching this uh cool new show called solar opposites uh hey. just kidding that's weird right like, that's weird that they made that like do you think do you think like dan dan Harmon's the other guy in rick and morty right yeah yeah do you think he's like fucking pissed that he didn't make Royal and sound like a non-compete? Cause he's like, yo, I'm gonna go make another show about funny, smart people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go make another sci-fi animated comedy with an identical art style. And it's like, damn, that's kind of, it's fucked up, bro. It's yeah. kind of fucked up that you would do that. Uh, so that's a weird one. Um, but uh, I-, I might watch that one day to find out. To find out if it's good. Uh, I've been playing this game called uh, Indivisible. Uh, It's been out for a while on PC and PS4 and Xbox. And it just came out on Switch. um, Without the developer's knowledge. And I guess publisher. Like it just launched early like on accident. It was a a cooking mama incident. Yeah it was kind of cooking mama incident. (laughs) uh, But almost like the reverse. Where the developers didn't know it was happening. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that is a really fun game. It's from the people that made Skullgirls. And I think it has the mm. same character artist, so it looks really, really good. Uh, it is like a it is an RPG with like, I guess I'd call it fighting game sensibilities. It's very hard to describe. It's not a fighting game, uh, but you're kind of pulling off combos and like doing like air juggling and the same concept during the combat. I think that's really fun. I think it's on sale to like May 15th on the Switch. It's like $23, which is it's usually 40 on other consoles. So go check that out. I'm really enjoying that. I like the art design a lot. I just looked up a picture. It's an incredible game. And I really thought that game was going to be White Girl Wednesday, but, but these these people have accents. It's crazy. The main character has a a non-white accent. I thought that was thought that was absolutely mind-boggling. Uh, like holy shit get out of town no way Uh, that's awesome but yeah that game is not white girl wednesday um so i've been enjoying that uh yeah okay jake what's up uh my recommendation i finished a book this week called the eighth sister um it's a 
I mean, it feels like a book my grandpa would read. It's just like this man, ex-CIA, is brought back on to do a thing. But it was really good. Um, It almost feels like two books in one. One half is like globe-trotting spy adventure, and the second half is like a lawyer thriller. Um, And it... The characters are really good. The twists uh, felt earned and felt paid off. Um, I enjoyed it. The Eighth Sister. All righty. All right. Is that it? All right. Uh, I'm, I stream on, I think the URL is Twitch TV slash Brian of the Woods 98. That's where I stream on, a, I guess, the day that this episode comes out. How exciting. Uh, I don't know what I'm streaming, uh, but I'm going to try to do that. It's something to do in these uh, boring times. Uh, you know, that that's it. I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Uh, the listeners and Jake and Zach, I'm talking to both of you guys right now, uh, to both groups. I'll see you guys next <laughs> week. Uh, be kind and uh, stay safe, folks.